Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline Bailey. I am so excited to have you guys here. You guys can probably tell it in my voice. I always speak pretty softly, but I think you guys can really tell today I am feeling I'm feeling the good energy. I'm feeling calm. I'm feeling grounded. I'm feeling grateful. Um, I'm feeling loving. I'm feeling it all. So just so happy to be here with you guys. If you're new to the podcast, on this podcast, we talk all about finding your freedom from your family conditioning, society's conditioning, and really breaking those limiting beliefs. So You can live as your true self and have relationships that align with your true self, to have a job that aligns with your true self, to, you know, live in a city that aligns with your true self. Like, how can we connect back to inner freedom and really free and liberate ourselves in all aspects of our life? So that is the podcast Like I said, so happy to have you guys here. So happy you clicked on this episode. I know that this is a really relevant episode for the time right now, for the times I've just, I've known so many people that are going through breakups right now, including myself. (laughs) So I'm really happy and excited to share what has been helping me and how I've moved through this experience and what I think can help you as well. So very, very excited for that. And yeah, just to give a little business and life update, I'm in a very big transitional period. And I think when I get to a more grounded space, which I'm going to be intentionally vague about in this moment, then I will have a lot more space to offer a lot more things. But I am still offering my readings, which you can book on my website. Link is in the bio. And I'm still looking for six-month coaching clients. Link is also in my bio, and you can see more of my services there. I'll be sharing more soon and just, yeah, really excited to be able to share that with you guys. And as far as life updates, still on the Outer Banks. Things could be changing soon. (laughs) I'll keep you guys updated. And yeah, I think that's all I'm going to share about my life, except, which I think I maybe shared on last week's episode, I feel like I'm moving out of this crazy period that I was in, um, period of my life, (laughs) not my menstrual cycle. And yeah, it feels really good to be feeling more positive and connecting to a lot more during this time and just to feel a lot clearer and more positive and to just have a lot of lessons and learning and yeah I think I went through a lot of different things with my breakup and a lot of different family things and it feels good to kind of have integrated some of those lessons and to feel a little bit on the other side of some of those things. And I, you know, there's always still healing to do. There's always still things that come up, but I feel out of like a lot of the thick darkness that I was in with 
um, family things and my breakup for a while. So it feels, yeah, it feels really good to be here. (laughs) And I'm so happy as I always am when I go through something to just be able to share with you guys what has helped me. And I know as I've been talking about breakups, I've had so many people DM me. I've known so many people in my life that are going through them and I've had different intuitives and different people on my show kind of just reflect this back to me of we are, you know, about to end Venus retrograde, which was a time where we were really reflecting on our relationship, our relationship with relationships, um, what we value and money and kind of are we giving what we're getting in relationships? And that was a a big theme. And I feel like this year is a big year of letting go of what doesn't serve us anymore. And, you know, really last year was chipping away at those things. And now we're learning to rebuild and rebuilding is not always a super easy and glamorous process. So the way I'm going to kind of structure this episode with these tips for healing is I have like, I have 11 tips actually. So I'm going to kind of go through those 11 tips and interweave parts of my story and how this related to me and give you real examples. So you can kind of use those tips in your own experience. And I just want to say too, every breakup is different. Um, Every breakup has its own points of grief, its own complexities, its own potentially toxic parts of it, its own pain points, and each of you have your own trauma and your own relationship with your own parents that affects how you perceive relationships. Like, this is really deep and intimate and personal work and, you know, take what resonates and what is helpful, and if it's not, um, yeah, don't, don't listen to anything that doesn't feel related to your experience because these are all very individualized experiences and I tried to make my tips kind of as general as possible to help you really get to know what you need from your breakup and from your kind of healing experience from this breakup. So the tips kind of go in chronological order with what I needed to know kind of at the beginning the beginning of my breakup. So the, f- the first tip is to, as like I say a lot on this show, is to let yourself feel whatever you feel and to not be afraid of it. And I think this is especially like immediately after the finality, the ending, the closing of a relationship, to really not be hard on yourself and expect a ton out of yourself and to not be scared of feeling the heartbreaking feeling of losing a person that potentially you saw the rest of your life with and potentially a life with them you know in the present and in the past that you're grieving and having to let go of and I I think it's so hard when you're in it and you're in the stages of grief of, you know, anger and, you know, despair and pain and questioning and all these things. And, you know, when I was in those places with my breakup, I felt like 
like I was never going to surface from the waves of the emotions that I was experiencing. And I almost like I think telling people that and my intention with saying that is that it's completely normal when you feel those feelings to feel like this could be never ending and that's your initial fear from feeling them. And it, in my experience and a lot of people I know as well and just around emotions, if you let yourself go into the feeling and tell yourself the truth of how deep and dark that feeling is, that's the way forward is feeling that grief and feeling that pain and not rushing the stages of grief and the stages of the breakup because the first week of my breakup I really just like was barely like I wasn't really a functional human I couldn't I couldn't really sleep and then if I would wake up at all like earlier in the middle of the night I would I would wake up immediately if I'd been able to get to sleep and then the reality of the breakup would hit me like a tidal wave and it would be crushing and I would immediately start crying and that was how I started every morning um and I I think I had to be in that stage because a lot of that stage and a lot of crying when you first get up in the morning a lot of that is not being an acceptance of the fact that this is happening and that kind of like leads me into the second tip of as with everything there there's a balance like if you avoid your feelings completely with the breakup you will never learn from the breakup you will never heal from it if you just try to ignore your emotions that's not gonna ever really get you anywhere but there's a difference between feeling your feelings and suffering and I realized that I in a way felt like I deserved to suffer I felt like I needed to show how heartbreaking this was and like some way if my ex just saw how painful this was he just wouldn't be able to to sit with causing me this much pain and I had to make a choice after that first week of me and my who I thought was going to be someone I married we broke up we are over this is my reality and this is the best thing for today Tuesday this is the best thing um And I'm going to wake up every morning like this is my reality and make the best of my new reality. And I'm going to let myself be sad whenever I need to be sad. But I deserve to be happy. I deserve to still experience joy in this experience of this pain. So I'm not going to suffer. I'm going to let myself feel. But I'm not going to be suffer. I'm not going to let myself suffer. And I'm going to let joy into my life still. And the third tip kind of goes back to the first one. I have a lot of people, a lot of people ask me, the the grief and the pain feels so insurmountable. How do I start to feel it from a breakup? And a tip that my therapist gave me and just some research I did on breakups about this as well is the idea of kind of setting a timer and creating containers, con- creating safe spaces for your emotions um 
you know, like whatever your practice needs to be. Maybe it's like lighting a candle and dimming the lights, playing some sad music or some calming music, getting out a journal and just allowing yourself to go. I'm going to write about the absolute low, depressing, dark, horrible feelings I feel about losing this person. I'm going to write, I feel like I'll never be okay again. And let myself go there. And I think we're so scared to feel and admit emotions like that. And the one of the most healing practices for me, not even in breakups, has been putting my hand on my heart and saying out loud or saying to myself, I feel like I'm in this dark and terrible and shitty place and I feel like I'll never get out. And in some way, the act of saying that is the thing that liberates me to realize that I will get out. So yes, if you feel your feelings, it doesn't mean you have to cry all day, every day from your breakup. So set kind of a safe space and a container to start feeling some of that grief. Um, A little bit of a caveat, if you have not been feeling your feelings for a lot of your life, um... (laughs) go slow with starting this practice because there's probably a lot of unprocessed feelings and trauma and things that may come up too. And I I know this from my own experience of shutting off a lot of my feelings and then having a whole lot to process when you open the door. So yeah, keep checking in with that. So yeah, moving on the timeline trajectory of my breakup, this was kind of the beginning stages and the immense grief, moving into acceptance, choosing not to suffer, setting times and dates. Like I I think in the like the beginning, I mean, I'm at like 2 months now, like and until like a month and a half, like I cried every single day, you know, about this breakup. Like every single day I made time to cry. Every single day there was something that triggered me to feel upset that I needed to feel. And I let that be okay. Um, The next thing I'm going to say, and these are all kind of related because seeking support is important, but I want to say for kind of the fourth tip that, you know, meditate or whatever your practice is and keep tuning in with your truth of whatever you are feeling with the breakup, whatever realizations you're having like make space to meditate to sit in calm to keep sitting with the progression of your feelings and the understanding and whatever that looks like for you for me that looks like my morning routine that is really sacred and then some kind of journaling practice at night so keep tuning in with your feelings and be very wary of the people that you seek for support and advice right now and this is a whole other podcast episode honestly because there is a lot of really bad breakup advice out there there's just a lot of people that don't really understand like understand grief or have like knowledge of these feelings especially if you've been in a long potentially unhealthy place with this relationship for a while there's the tendency of people to just say you're better off without this person when it feels like you're when to you it feels like you're absolutely dying um or to just paint him as a narcissist or as a toxic person when that person isn't um just because 
you know, they're speaking to you from their beliefs and their projections and their trauma and their past relationship experiences. Or, you know, sometimes there's just a lack of compassion of just get over it or like you shouldn't be this sad or like don't be sad or all these things like he sucked anyway and none of those things are helpful so if you're a friend supporting someone that is going through a breakup allow allow that person to feel what they're feeling validate that it is immensely hard and say that you will be there for them in whatever capacity you can be and talk through things with them and be compassionate even if it's a toxic relationship or whatever it was they're grieving what feels like the death of a person and they need someone in their corner they need someone to be supportive and that is really really important so be mindful of who you tune into know the people in your life that are there to validate you there to just listen there to be compassionate um because bad breakup advice can get you in a weird headspace i know and i've received a little bit of it and it just doesn't help and it and some of that advice is helpful three months six months down the line but in the really early stages of a breakup you just need someone that's going to hug you and hold your hand and allow you to cry and express with them And moving off from that is not to not to feel these feelings and to not suffer with all of this grief alone. You know, going through a breakup, potentially it's a good catalyst and a good time to start therapy, to lean on your family members, to lean on your friends. Like, it's okay to need more help right now. It's okay to, you know, need a friend to spend the night with you. Like, it's okay to really need to be supported right now and I just know old Madeline in this experience would have just felt like she needed to deal with all of this on her own and wouldn't have been able to be vulnerable and be open to vulnerability and would be scared of admitting her feelings to someone because it would make her feel it would make her feel broken and felt like she would be scaring people and I'm I'm so glad I've done all this work on myself and I have these tools to go through the breakup and have these amazing people in my life that I can reach out to when I'm feeling when I'm feeling low and sad and my friends were just so incredible throughout this breakup my therapist um was my rock (laughs) throughout this breakup even though she conveniently took a month off um (laughs) the first month of the breakup but you know what that allowed me to feel and heal and work through some things too so seek help lean on your support system this is a time to quote unquote be needy and have needs and your friends and the people in your life that love you like they want to be there for you with this and they know that you'll be there for them when they need this level of support as well So the next tip is to kind of, to balance staying busy and also like not expecting too much of yourself. Like I think a really good tip for breakups is to stay busy to an extent so you're not just ruminating on the thoughts versus processing. 
So to kind of stay busy with work and planning things that feel good and exciting for you, but also to not overdo it, to not expect too much out of yourself. Like throughout all of this and throughout the first month of this for myself, I felt like I had to be very tender and very gentle with myself and not expect myself to be working or performing at 100% capacity just to allow myself to do what I was capable of doing and not to push myself beyond that. So staying busy in a way that is productive and feels like you're moving forward and feels like you're looking forward to things, but also, you know, not feeling bad about needing to cancel things, not feeling bad about maybe not working at 110% and just really giving yourself a lot of compassion. So yeah, it's the balance of feeling like you're moving forward with your life in a really positive way, like being distracted at work and feeling like, you know, not everything is falling apart in your life and that is a good thing. And also just being really tender and gentle with yourself in all of this. All right, (laughs) the next tip is to try to not be too future focused on when you won't feel this way. This goes back to what I said before. Do not rush the stages of this grief. You need to move through all the different, the weeks when you feel like you're gonna still marry this person. Like, you need to move through all of those feelings and honestly kind of know that they're probably going to change a lot. And if you just keep focusing on when am I not going to feel this way or when am I going to be able to date again or like your brain can't process those feelings. Like your brain is not ready to address that. Your brain is just feeling this immense pain in the moment and you need to allow the, the way your brain works to move through that emotion and move it out of your body. Also good to stay moving and stay active. That's not a tip, but keeping your body moving, dancing, like doing what you can to help like move that energy is also good. But being present with the emotion you feel that day, that week to be able to move on to the next stage and not trying to set a date of like in a year I'll be ready to date again or like when will I be ready to be intimate with someone again? Like focus on the present and feeling what you're feeling in the present and you'll know when you're ready for those things you will be able to have sex again you will be able to love again you will be able to connect again like all of those things will happen but your brain's not gonna know that or feel that that is possible because you're grieving the loss of this person that you had an amazing and deep connection with and automatically it's going to default to there's no one as amazing as this past person even though you're always getting closer to that next person so stay present move through each stage of the process and grief and that's how you keep moving forward is checking in with yourself all right next tip which is something that i did do and i'm very glad i did and i definitely would recommend it for people is to kind of transition to no contact for a while with your past partner or you know slowly transition to that 
I think there are benefits to kind of keeping the contact open and, you know, it's different if it's a break, like there's a lot of different things, but I think you have to kind of retrain your brain to not be reaching out to this person for these hits of dopamine and reward because we're, when you're dating someone, you're so used to that good morning text. You're so used to that. You're beautiful. You're so used to all these hits of kind of like validation and connection and you you feel those hits even when it's just a text about nothing because you're so trained for those things and you're also trained to rely on this person so whenever you can and I know breakups are complicated and the circumstances are complicated and you know sometimes there's kids and all these other things and you have to stay in contact but do what you can to start weaning back on contact and maybe even give yourself a month no contact or longer when you're able to get to that place because this will start to kind of train your mind to focus on yourself to kind of give yourself some of that validation and to get used to again kind of just regulating your own emotions and really connecting and relying on yourself in a lot of big ways. And I want to say too that this is important for moving through the breakup, but it like that other person is like a drug. So it's, it kind of can be like a weaning process and this relates to the next tip. But when you're taking away something that was a source of love and affection and joy and reward and pleasure and all of these things like you need to replace it with you know self-pleasure with yourself um treating yourself in a really good and kind way while that is happening so the no contact thing is for your brain and for you to wean off the addiction of another person um no matter what it's gonna feel a little bit like that but the next tip is what i was referencing of being your own best friend while you're going through all of this you're going to be sensitive you're going to be tender you need to be in tuned with your own needs and how other people can support you how you can support yourself and also be giving yourself love and affection and reward and you know being your own best friend you know getting yourself candles and bath salts and books and a new outfit and you know planning activities with friends and just like saying kind things to yourself and validating your emotions and you know being your own best lover like when it feels safe and good to reconnecting to the sexuality in yourself and your body and your own pleasure within yourself and being your own best lover again and giving yourself that care and affection and you know, also not being afraid to ask friends or ask whoever if you need a hug or if you need some physical touch when you're feeling kind of devoid of those things. But especially the beginning stages of a breakup and, you know, really all the time treat ourselves well, but this is like the time to treat yourself as like a queen or a king. Like you need like to treat yourself with so much self-compassion right now and treat yourself so tenderly and be your own best friend and this next this next tip also connects to that and I just want to say I'm going to make a post on Instagram so you guys can have these tips 
and share them and look at them because I'm really proud of them. Um, so with being your own best friend, that means reconnecting to the things that light you up, to what you're passionate about, and maybe even some of the activities that you lost in your past breakup. Maybe if it was like a toxic and manipulative breakup or you became a little bit codependent. Like how can you connect to what drives you and what lights you up and who you are outside of this relationship and the amazing person you are? Really connecting to those things that you're passionate about will be really good and important. For me, that has been you know, still diving into the podcast and having amazing conversations and, you know, going for walks on the beach and watching shows that I love and, you know, and addressing how did I negate some of those passions? How did I lose myself some in this relationship? I think being accountable with that is really important as well. And I wanted to say just with the no contact thing as well, little tangent that I did do no contact for a month with my ex and I have to say it was like the best decision and took an immense amount of (laughs) self-control um so I know these no contact things are very hard um but this also relates to the being your own best friend thing you know like not reaching out to people when you've set certain boundaries with yourself and with them and being your own best friend means being in your worth and, you know, not reaching out to people that maybe just ended a relationship with you. Like, what can you do to be your own best friend and to see the high standards that you deserve in love and sexuality and communication and intimacy? And yeah, just to reconnect to that. So we've got you reconnecting to your passions. We've got you being your own best friend, no contact, all these amazing tips. And the last thing I wanted to end on, and there's a reason that this is last, because I think you really need the self-compassion and the nurturing piece and all of those things to be able to get to the learning the lessons part of this. And I want to say too, this podcast is very breakup generic. I might do one specifically more on healing from a toxic manipulative relationship um, because unfortunately I (laughs) have experience with that as well and that is a whole different grieving process and very very intense of grieving the person they you thought they were that doesn't exist Um, and grieving the person that they are but once you've had self-compassion with yourself feeling the feelings doing good things for yourself, staying busy, but not too busy, all these things, this is when you can start to learn lessons and learn about yourself, learn about how maybe you ignored red flags, learn about how maybe you ran from love, learn about how you abandon your needs and desires to stay with someone that you thought you really loved, how you held back your truth. Um, yeah. And how, how can you connect to these things? How can you connect to how your past trauma showed up in relationships and really take this whole experience as a learning 
experience and integrate the lessons that you've needed from this to move forward and to not, you know, not make the same mistakes in relationships, to realize the part you played in a relationship that ended and potentially the part you played in a relationship that was not healthy so you can grow and achieve healthy relationships that you deserve and desire. And I think I'll do a whole separate episode on reflecting on the lessons that you learn because that is a bigger topic, but I wanted to emphasize all those core things in the beginning and that from that place you get to the learning lessons place and can learn so much about yourself and just move forward and always keep expanding to the best and the highest version of yourself and welcome in something even better than the last thing even if you're moving through this and you're moving through this grief and that doesn't feel possible it will be for you it will be for you and you will learn so much from this and be a more brave and courageous and amazing person for moving through the intensity of these emotions and integrating the lessons and opening your heart to loving again thank you guys so much this episode means so much to me i i'm really proud of it and i really hope it helps a lot of people and It just feels like a synopsis of the past two months for me. And I just feel really grateful to share with you guys. So I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And thank you so much for listening. Leave a five-star review. All of those things. All the love. All the freedom. All the expansion. I will talk to you guys next week.